everybody. Welcome back to the pod. I'm Sam. I'm Fran. <laughs> this is Keeping It Gentle. Um, so, last night... Oh, I want to have a little bit last night. So, last night, we went to Sneaky D... This bar called Sneaky D's. It's on Bathurston College. We've never been before. It's, like, if... right beside our Nina's house. Okay. Maybe I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> Why? Just exposing, like, where... Anyways, whatever, it's fine. What do you mean? What the fuck? Is that like cares? That? Eh? No, we okay. don't do don't visit Nana. Maybe, but uh, it's on Bathurst and College, and it's like this, like very not vintage, like rock and roll kind of bar. Never been to it, but always seen it like on the street. And yesterday they have theme nights, I guess, every weekend. So our cousin invited us, Bianca. Shout out to Bianca. Invited us to emo night, and I was like, oh my god, like emo night. That sounds sick. Like Avril Lavigne, My Chemical Romance, like. Three days grace, paramore. I was like, whoa, like can't wait, right? We get there and it's actual it was emo. emo. Like, like emo. people were like, <laughs> people were like rolling their, their eyes to the back of their head. They were like doing like ring around the rosy, but there was like mosh pits. No, no, no. They're doing ring around the rosy, but like who can fall first? Like they were spinning each other so if you're emo emo, like no offense, but like that was like too much for me. Like they like their idea of a dance-off was like two people going into the middle of the dance floor and they and they were just like I don't even spinning know what each they were, other. They were spinning each other until, until one, one of them fell. And they almost like threw themselves into the freaking audience. Honestly though, it was cool to see like it like it was like a time capsule portal back into like 2004 or 5 like that when that kind of music came out, but I just felt like I had imposter syndrome because I was like I thought that I was in e like in my emo phase like when I was listening to like freaking Paramore and Avril Lavigne and that's though. not real emo. Like when that shit came on, like the real emos, like didn't even know the lyrics. They're kind of just like, what the fuck? Yeah, at one Avril Lavigne song, and you came see on, us and me, three in the middle, and me we're and like, were, and Bianca were like, oh, oh, and then all the actual emos were like, what the fuck is this stupid shit? But then all the screamo came on, and they were like on stage, like, but like it's so nice. It's not weird. I don't want to say it's weird, but like it's funny because like they're like singing it as if they were like. The, the people on the band. Like, you know when like well, when, Screamo when, sing, like their okay, mouth opens about, so wide, they're like, eh, bleh, bleh. like that's yeah, what these people are doing. Yeah, but think about when we they, like listen to like music that we like to listen to, how much we're into that music and like we perform it like it's our song. No, I, I'm not saying it's like bad. It's just like, it was like a culture shock. I was like, wow, we're really like, this is like a group. This is like a niche group and like what what they all wore and like how they all acted. Like everyone, like there's people like just making out in the middle of the dance floor. There's people with like long hair, just like literally like head banging. Like I thought he was gonna break the floor Black with lipstick. his head. It's just something we never seen before, which was actually honestly cool. Like and we're just there, like it was cool. Those <laughs> cool experience, and then like they have theme nights every night, so we might go to the 2010 dance party one. That sounds like more of our. We're trying to be our uh, alley. We're trying to like experience more. Like we're trying to like go outside of just like oh let's go to a, a bar on King Street or like let's go to a club like shit I that can't you usually anymore. do. Me and Sam were actually saying like. It was, we're walking back or we're walking to the place at 9.30 and it was freezing. We're like, we can't do it. Like, how how did we do this? Like, I don't want to sound like that girl. Like, oh, I'm so old because I'm not. Like, I'm 23. That's not old at all. And like, I still have it in me to go out once in a while. But like, when I was like 17, 18, like underage, like we literally used to go out with no jacket, with like dress, <clears throat> stand in the line for like half an hour and then leave like when the club lights were coming on. I think I just I don't know for a good I think like my that phase for me was for a good like seven years from the age of like 18 18 like 18 to 23 like till like the pandemic I feel like it was like that type of vibe I feel you, like mine got cut shorter than that like I was like maybe 17 to like 20 
one. That and then whole, pandemic hit. <clears throat> the whole pandemic era, like really you couldn't go out. And I feel like I had like a shift in like the person that I was. Not that I went out a lot, but like we went out a lot more and like we just like went like, to every clubs weekend, a, lot, a lot more. And like, it was just a thing. And like last, and, like, I was just thinking like, this was in my notes too. Like, it's actually exhausting. If you don't already live downtown, maybe even if you already live downtown, but if you don't, you have to drive all the way downtown or Uber all the way downtown. And then you have to, if it's winter, you have to wear a jacket. You have to walk in the cold. You're fucking freezing. You have to wait in the line. You have to go inside. Then you enjoy yourself for a little bit. And if you're drinking, you're having a good time. Even if you're not drinking, maybe you're having a good time. But then you start to feel like shit because you drank too much. And then you have to call the Uber home and then you have to go all the way home. And then by the time you get home, it's like, 3 a.m. And then by the time you fall asleep, because you're like, you need to eat a snack, it's like 4 a.m. And then your whole fucking weekend's ruined. I didn't eat a snack ruined. last night. I went straight to bed. So did I. But I'm, I'm just saying, like, that's how it used to be. And now I feel like, I don't know, I'm in this, like, era where I'm like, I want to experience more. Like, I do want to start going out more, but, like, not out, out to, like, spend hundreds of dollars a night at a bar. We used to spend... Oh my god! Like when I used to look at how much I spent the night after I went to a club or a bar, yeah, it was actually fucking drinks. disgusting. And like we get like a new, I have to get like a new outfit all the time, like oh, literally yeah. all the time. Now I want to go out, but experience like like have more experiences rather than just like go to a typical bar or club. Like I want to go to like different concerts. Like in December, I went to like a random Tyler Shaw concert. I know that sounds so weird because like it's random, but like why is it was, random? It's because I don't listen to Tyler yeah. Shaw, but like. It was actually really good and really fun. It was in, in a small concert venue. Last time we went to Emo Night, like it was cool. It was, like I want to do more like experiences like that. Like I don't want to waste. I just, I feel like I'm wasting money when I'm spending so much money going to a club on King for bottles and uh, like once in a while. Okay. But like once in a while I'm talking like once a year. If you think about it, like you're going to a club to listen to music you can listen to like on your own speaker and then just drink. <laughs> like I have so much fun when I'm getting ready, like with my makeup and me and Alexa are vibing to like music I put on. You yeah. know what I mean? Anyways, that was our um, week. What else did I do this week? What else did I do? So we went to Niagara. Oh, yeah. We went to um, Niagara. And what? my hair looks like shit today. I just saw myself. Anyways, um, we went to Niagara over the weekend just for like family day. What was I going to say about this? Oh, yeah. So we found like a little like cute hidden gem type of spot um, for breakfast. And we went and we started eating, blah, blah, blah. And me and Fran, like, noticed this, like, other table um, near us. I think us. we're fucking, like, just eavesdroppers. I don't care. Whatever. Yeah, if you're ever around me and Fran, you're talking very loud. Like, just know we're eavesdropping and we can hear you. Just know we're listening. Just like, know with, with our eyes. Like, with our eyes we listen in our with our, No, we if listen, like, we, like, listen, but, like, we don't, we, it doesn't even look like we're listening. Like, we can just be doing, like, we can be podcasting and then actually, like, listening to, that sounds, like, so, <laughs> whatever, I don't care. But anyways, continue your story. I thought we didn't care what people thought. We don't. Um... So, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah. So it like we weren't like trying to listen to them, but like something caught. I think I think it was my attention. Was it me that I was yeah, like, "Yo, look." You're the one. Yeah. Because okay, so it was like two. Imagine like they like like they're from around here or something. Because she was talking about how she was from Toronto. Okay. Yeah. Oh well. They should be happy to be featured in our podcast then. Okay. Anyway, so there was two couples, right? They were like on a double breakfast date or whatever, and. So like one, so if it's a circular table, one couple, if you're not watching this, I'll try and describe it. It was a circular table. One couple was sitting beside each other. And then the, like the other couple was sitting like directly beside each other. So across from each couple was like the other person's, other person's like boyfriend or other person's girlfriend or whatever. You know what I mean? So like if I'm sitting here on a double date, Roman isn't across from me. The other guy's across from me and Roman's beside me. So I was like, look, I knew that like 
which couple was which because when we were coming in I saw like one of the couples together and they were talking and like they said something and I heard them so I was like okay those two are together not that I made no I just like realized so then they were sitting and the couple that was sitting beside each other they weren't like talking or whatever they were just like I don't know the girl was being very quiet and the guy was like leaned in really close to the table and the girl from the other couple on the other side of the table was leaned in really close to the table so it literally looked like the guy from one couple and the girl from the other couple were on their own individual date because they were leaned into the table as if you would be if you were on like an intimate date. Well, the other two, the other guy and the other girl were like sitting back. Like they weren't mm. even like interacting at all. So it was the this guy and this girl just like talking directly to each other. And that's when I was like, yo, friend, like, isn't that weird? Like that, like those two aren't a couple, but they look like they're on a date. And friend's like, no, they are a couple. I was like, no, they literally are. And I saw the the actual couple come in. And she was like, oh, that's weird. And that's when we started like eavesdropping because they were like, <laughs> so she like, he like complimented her like, you have really white teeth. Yeah, like, thank you. And then she was, what's your Instagram? And yeah, it was, I was like, so fun. I don't know. Maybe we're like over. Maybe they're like they're siblings. Those two that walked in together. Really? Why would I would never look at you and be like, wow, you have really nice teeth, and ask you for your Instagram? They were not siblings. <laughs> Like, no, I'm seeing the uh, the the like if they're siblings, the person they that had... you said were a couple might have been siblings. No, they weren't. They were holding hands. That's what I was trying to tell you. Like I saw them come in because I was standing behind them and they were holding hands. Yeah, if that was and, me at that point, and I was the other. But it wasn't girlfriend, even I just were... leave. I'd be like, hey, you know what? But it this wasn't is... even what they were have saying. Fun your date. It was their body language. Like they were leaned in, like, and he was just like staring into her eyes, and he was like, "Yeah, your teeth are so white." And she was like, "Thank you." And it was so awkward. I was like. And the other guy, like the the girl that was kind of, that was flirting with the guy, her boyfriend was just sitting there. I felt so bad for him. Yeah, he, he looked like a nerdy puppy. little guy, and he was just like, I was like, oh my god, this is so fucking weird. I don't know. Anyways, that's 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 my Those story. Um, on I guess family day week, I took time off work, so I took um five days, but it was actually ten days because like I planned it strategically, so like the long weekend kind of gave me those extra days. And we were like, I was supposed to go on vacation. Like I, we had a plan to go on vacation, but didn't end up working out. But like, I took those days off work because like I told them I was going on vacation. When I came back from work and like, sometimes I feel like when, when you're, when you don't do anything and then you're asked like, oh, like how was your vacation? I feel weird saying like, oh, like I did nothing kind of thing. It's like, I almost feel like, why did you have to take off work if you didn't go I don't know. That's like a weird thing to say because everyone needs a time off. But I just felt kind of like they didn't shame me the way like they're so nice, obviously. But like my own personal kind of thought process was like, is it bad that I took off this amount of days, but I didn't have anything planned for myself to do that? Like I just took it off to what? Take it off kind of thing. I guess because this is my first, I guess, corporate job. And I, I didn't really. I always thought that you take time off just when you're taking vacation or like when you actually have legitimate plan. Um but yeah, when I was asked like, oh, what did you do? And I said like nothing. I felt, I felt weird. I don't know how to explain it. So I saw a TikTok. Let me show you guys. Where it was like, I don't know. Why it's not here. Okay, sorry. So it says, um, I saw a TikTok where I kind of like, I guess, resonated with. Where it's like alternatives to like, when you don't want to say I did nothing kind of thing, you know? And it, and wait. What? Finish your thought. No, I already know you're going to say something because I have the same thought as you did when you first came. Just say it. Just continue. Okay. Anyway, so this girl goes, alternatives to saying like I did nothing. So she goes, I rested. I chose not to make plans. I recovered from the work week. I shortened my to-do list. I had a mental health day. I watched shows that I love. I had a day with myself. I recuperated. I had some time out. But I was thinking like, 
Who cares? No, I know. That's why I was exactly what the fuck. That's what exactly what I was gonna say. And then I was thinking, like, why do I feel bad for me saying I did nothing? Because we live in hustle culture, and it's like, why do I have to say I had some time out? I had some time out. Like, it's just like, why do I have to like don't like what's it called? Fabricate like what I did because the word like <clears> nothing <throat> sounds like empty. Like you did nothing. The, the exact whole week. reason is because we live in hustle culture and. You to yourself, you said that you felt bad or kind of like weird about that the fact that you didn't do anything. You didn't go on a vacation. You didn't do anything like quote unquote productive. Yeah. But can I show you what's on my vision board? On my vision board, it says sometimes the most productive thing you can do is relax. Yeah. And sometimes the most productive thing you can do is relax. Like if you aren't taking the time to do absolutely nothing or relax or just like recuperate, you, especially if you're like a very ambitious person or like a high achiever, somebody that like just always has notes in their head like you, like you are gonna get so burnt out. Even if you feel like you're not doing that much like physical work, like like producing something, you're gonna feel burnt out just from the amount of thoughts running through your head, just from the amount of things that you feel like you need to do. So like doing like absolutely nothing. And by absolutely nothing, I just mean like doing things that like you genuinely want just to do it. or like just like not, not feeling you have responsibility for the day? Yeah. For the it's, week. It was for 10 for days. But like, I got up. Like, I was in a gym rut. Guys, like, I literally have not been to a gym in a month. And that week, that whole 10 days, like, I've been consistently going. And I'm like, I feel... It just made me have, like, a reset. I feel better. Now that I'm going back to the gym, I feel better waking up in the morning and, like, doing my day-to-day -day things for work. I feel more rested. I feel like I've been, like, eating a lot more and, like, feeling my body and, like, get, you know what I mean? So, like, it was a huge reset for me. I'm going to get into the gym thing in a second because I have a point on that. But a comment, like, for example, on this post, and no hate to this girl. Like, I understand that, like, she was trying to make other people feel better. Just, it didn't really resonate. Like, to me, I was just kind of like, who cares? You know what I mean? So, um, the girl, one person writes, this is beautiful. The generational trauma I've had from doing nothing is serious. It's okay to do nothing sometimes. And this other girl goes, LOL, I don't owe an explanation, which is true. Like, you don't. If someone asks you, like, what did you do today? And you say nothing. And then sometimes I think it's because, like, no hate on mommy, like, whatever. But sometimes when I'm mommy. like, oh, mommy, on oh, my mom. I, I know, I still call my mom mommy. Anyways, no hate on mom. But um, sometimes, like, when I have a day off work and she'll be like, what did you do today? I'm like, nothing. You did nothing? You didn't clean the house and you didn't. Like, oh, you, yeah. Like, no, I didn't clean the house. Sometimes like, my mom. That's will, the last thing no, I want to fucking do no, on my funny. day off is clean the house. My dad called me the other day, too. Like, it's our parents. I'm sorry. I love our parents. They're great parents. We all love our parents. We're not talking shit about our parents. We're not talking shit. Like, and dad, if you're watching this, we're not talking shit. But like, we're just saying like, this is like the generation that like, that we grew up with. He calls me the other day. I think it was, <clears throat> I think it was yesterday or the day before. And I was working from home all day. And I had like a busy day working. And he was like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm working. It was like four. He was like, oh, okay. Are you like, what are you doing after that? I was like, oh, I'm just going to chill for like half an hour. And then I got to go out. He's like, are you not going to like make dinner? I was like, what do you mean? I'm just going to chill. He's like, well, you should make dinner though. Like you should like, you should be doing, like, it's just like, you should be doing this. And I'm like, but I kind of just want to fucking chill. Yeah. Or like my mom will call me and be like, randomly, she'll be like, did you clean your stairs? And I'm like, I'm fucking yeah, it's like, chilling why? for a sec. She was like, no, you need to clean. You need to make sure. Okay, to be fair safe. though, our mom is like a clean freak. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. like everything always needs to be clean. But it's like the last thing I want to do on my day off or after at five o'clock when I've logged off work is go clean the basement or, you know. But I also so. saw this post too, just kind of relating to this. Um, okay, I, I don't know. I'm hesitant to talk about this because like the person that 
posted this might come across our podcast, but whatever. Um, if they see this and they'd like to come on to rebuttal what I'm about to say, feel free. But I'm just saying this with all respect. I saw this clip of some guy talking about the fact that, which kind of relates to what we talked to about last week. So remember how last podcast we talked about how we are super grateful to have had our parents immigrate over to Canada or our grandparents actually immigrate over to Canada and like the life that our parents were able to provide for us. Like they were able to put us through university, this, that, and the other. And how if you don't need to be working five jobs, if you don't need to be working, doing all these things, like why are you putting yourself through so much stress just to live up to like the type of work that your parents and grandparents did? Like, and I'm not saying don't work hard. Like I don't want anyone to think that like, because when I was watching back on that episode, it kind of, like, if I was watching it, I'd be like, you're so fucking ungrateful. You want to work hard because your parents worked hard for you. Like, I kind of, like, got that impression from what we were saying. But that's not what I'm saying. What I'm trying to say is, like, we live in a completely different world. Everyone is more entrepreneurial. Everyone is capitalizing on social media, on, like, creating content. Like, this was never a thing when our parents, like, came here. Like, this was not, uh, like, within their reach. They like, actually, this was only yeah. for movie stars and, like, people who, like, you know what I mean? So what I was trying to say is, like, it's di- like we have a different type of work ethic and opportunities than our parents and grandparents did. So why are we going to like follow what that generation thinks that we should do as hard work? And like by that, I mean like working from like nine to five for the rest of your life, doing like one job for 45 years type of thing. That's kind of what I meant. Like I still want, I still think that we should like work hard and shit like that, but like in a different type of way. And so the clip that this guy posted was basically like saying that if you don't, wake up early and grind and like do all this shit and something along those lines, like like you're a disgrace or you're disrespectful to your parents. Like your parents came here, gave you this life, did all this stuff and you're not going to wake up early and grind. Like you're lazy, you're spoiled. And I'm like, I get it. But at the same time, like we're in an age where we're also caring about mental health. And like I said, the opportunities are different. So like we're, do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, I don't know. It's like kind of all relative. I don't like when people say that because you don't know what people are going through. And just because like you're someone who's like a hard worker, you wake up at 5 a.m., which I actually do wake up early, but I would never say that to some, like, I don't, do you know what I'm trying to say? Or am I, I just like, I get what with? he's, um, I get what he's saying. Cause like a part of me obviously also wants to like make it in life because I want to like work yeah. hard for my parents and my grandparents and, you know, provide Same. like eventually when they retire, like I want to be able to like provide them. Same you know, with, with trips and with fun, like, you know what I mean? Like, and be kind of stable for them, I guess. But at the same time, it's like, you're also living for you. Like, you're not like, you know, you know what I'm trying to but say? That's you're exactly not living for your parents. It's, you're living for you. So like, if you don't want to wake up at 5am and you want to do, you know, you know, you want to wake up at freaking 12 instead, but then at, from 12 to like one, you're grinding and doing this kind of thing, or like you're being entrepreneurial or you're on social media. Like it's all, like you said, it's all relative. So and, and that's I, do, I do and don't agree. That's insane. Like, cause I've always felt this, like, like I, we've been talking about in the last couple of episodes, like immense pressure to succeed because I want to make my family proud. I want to be able to like provide for them and like help them because of how they've helped me. But at the same time, like I'm recognizing that we live in a different world that like, it's okay to nurture your mental health and like circling back to what Fran said, it's okay to take a break and do nothing. Like back in our parents' age and our grandparents' age, if you're like, yeah, I'm doing nothing today, they'd be like, you're fucking lazy. Oh shit, sorry. They'd be like, you're lazy. Like, get the fuck up and go, like, landscape no, or something. Even, you know even what I mean? now, like, though, when you say, like, oh, I'm doing nothing, they always, like, I, I realize, I would do anything for my nano, but I realize that when I say, oh, I'm doing nothing, my nano will, like, ask me to do something. But it's like, no, I'm doing nothing means that, like, I'm 
I'm doing nothing. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, it's okay. Pretty much like, it's okay. But we feel like it's not because of all the, I keep fucking hitting shit. Because of all these, like, just generational things. And like, again, there's a way to work hard, but like work hard for like, work hard in a way that suits you. You know what I mean? I think we all come to that point. I think like a lot of us are hard workers. Like I know so many hard workers out there, but like not everyone works hard in the same way. You know what I mean? Like for example, Rome like wakes up early as fuck and like has his like very stable, consistent job that he's like very good at. He works hard, but when he gets home, he's like, this is me time and I'm not doing anything. And that helps him work hard the next day from like 5 a.m. to 3 p.m. or whatever time he does, you know? But then maybe someone else like who's more entrepreneurial will wake up early and like they'll chill for a bit. They'll like have their breakfast and then they'll like work hard later in the night. And like maybe they'll work on weekends because that's how they need to work hard to sustain their success. So success looks different for everybody. Working hard looks different from everybody. Don't compare yourself to people that you feel like, oh my God, they work so hard. They're so successful. Like you will be successful in yourself. Just like work hard in a way that's like nurturing your mental health and that fits with your, and fits with your lifestyle. Like also I found myself scrolling on LinkedIn lately. Like, you know how people like scroll on Instagram and like, it's really interesting. It's interesting. I want to say something about that. So I was scrolling on LinkedIn and this company um, posted its pay range. And did you see it? No, oh no, in New York, you it's um it's a new law. You need to post. Okay, so I think that should be a thing because the company posted its pay range. So they're like, we're doing something that it's called craft PR. Uh, it's like a public relations agency. And like we're doing something that um not a lot of other companies do. And that's where like we're we're seeing our pay range for each position. So it was like intern, junior coordinator, senior coordinator executive manager man like whatever it was going up and up and then i think like vip director was like somewhere between like 90 and like 120 plus and people were like commenting saying like that's not a lot i know so like someone's not a lot for a, a vp someone was saying like that's not a lot or like but people were like but we commend you for like showing this pay range you know what i mean because like it shows people like okay is this a job where i feel like i want to be at if vp director only gets like 120. You know what I mean? And maybe there's potential for growth, but like, I don't want my starting salary to be 120. Maybe a I'm VP like- A VP does a lot. Like that's a hi- that's one of the highest roles in like an agency that you can have. I mean, there it said plus. So I'm sure there's like room for obviously growth, you know, annual bonuses, merit pay, whatever. But like, I think jobs should start showing the pay range instead of letting, I guess it's like, I don't know. Cause I feel like a lot of people guess like when they're first, when I first started my corporate career, I kind of like get- I did research on the industry, but I kind of guessed on where like, you know, I, my pay range should be. And I think like a lot of people do that. And a lot of people like will low ball, low ball themselves because they're scared that companies will be like, you know, like, okay, no, we're not going to pay you that high. So I think it's good to have transparency of like pay range of what you're getting. I thought that was like, yeah, it's a new law in New York. Apparently, like if you go on LinkedIn and you look up jobs in New York, they all have the pay. I've noticed recently now they do a lot have pay now though. A lot of them do have pay range. For, like, the position. But it was cool to see, like, the organizational structure of, like, the pay range. Like, a, like coordinator, like, to, like, VIP and how, like, kind of big that range is. Another thing is if you guys um, want a four-day work week, go move to Europe. Because apparently I'm doing that. Spain like, and, like, a bunch of other countries in Europe are doing a four-day work week. Friday off? I don't know, but it's a four-day work week. And I was like, that's fucking sick. I would love Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday off, Thursday, Friday. That would be... Okay, no shit. Ideal. No, but I'm saying like 
opposed to like having a Friday off. If it's a four day week, like Wednesday's a mandatory off day. You know what I mean? Like it's a midday like rest. No. Midweek rest. I would love that. I don't work that way. I can't just like, I, like I guess. It. I don't know. I like that. Um, okay. I want to go back to this gym thing quickly because holy frick. Okay. So I took again. Holy frick. Holy frick. I took, um, I'm trying not to swear. So I'm saying frick. Yeah, no, I always have to like cut it out when we're like editing these clips because we use the F-bomb way too much. So holy frick. So I took a month off the gym. like Intentionally? No. Like it was just, I was in a little bit of a rut where. Why? I don't know why. I don't really feel comfortable saying why right now. But I why? was just, just feel vulnerable. I don't know. I just didn't. I just wasn't motivated. Like from like January to February, I was like, the whole month of January was a freaking write off. Freaking. It was like a write off for me. I was like. I just don't feel motivated. I don't know why. I don't know what it is. Was it because of the gym, the new gym that you're at? No, I like that new was gym. Was it I'm because at. it just? I just didn't feel motivated. I just don't know why. Like I just didn't feel motivated. My room was a mess. I had no routine. I was just like, bleh. I felt like ugly and whatever. So um, took a month off. I always said I, I think I went once in January, one time, the whole time in January. So after I had my little ten days off of work, I'm like. This is going to be my week to go back to the gym. So I went back to the gym and I've been consistently going. And the first day that I went back from the gym, I felt like a loser, like a complete loser. And I used to be a frequent gym goer every single night. I used to go from like 9 to 1030, like at night, like it's when I went to school. But even like when I was working part time, like I used to go to the gym, like Movadi all the time. I had a workout buddy and everything. And I used to be able to lift like pretty heavy, like for my body weight. I go... I find myself like I did treadmill for a bit or stairmaster. I found myself in the corner of like the room that nobody goes to, like the cool down room with literally 10 pound weight. I'm not hating on this. I'm just saying for me, it was abnormal. 10 pound weights. I couldn't even do a squat with 10 pounds. I felt like so weak. My legs and my my toes started cramping. Like my toes were curling and cramping. I was like, what the f- what the hell is going on? My like, I had to sit down. I had to roll my body out. I like couldn't do more than like fifteen squats. I had to revert to like body weights, like clamshells and like kickbacks and all that, which is fine because I was like warming up my body and getting into it. But it was just like a shock because I was like, my strength has plummeted. And a lot of people, I feel like, don't talk about like the confidence that you might lose and like getting back into the gym. Sometimes I see videos where it's like gym day got back into the gym and they're doing like a whole freaking workout and like lifting heavy and I get everybody is different so everybody is going to be different in terms of like getting back to the gym but if you have taken a break and like you're just starting out of the gym again and you feel like a loser because you can't even lift like 10 pounds like you're not alone and I just felt like I don't know I just wanted to kind of like track I guess my journey and maybe like on our new TikTok that we're opening up I'll have like get back into the gym with me and I'll kind of like show, I guess, like my routine of getting back in. Cause I also was, um, I found myself under eating. Like I don't eat enough during the day when I'm really, really busy at work. Like I won't eat. It's a really bad habit. Like I'll binge eat where like I'll have my lunch and then after work I'll eat like a whole meal, but I don't eat really consistently during the day. And now getting back into the gym, like I found myself eating more and like feeling my body more. So I don't know. Some tips <clears throat> you should do, you should use for that. If you guys don't know, like I, I don't want to say religiously, but I I was struggling with it. Like we all have that struggle with the gym, but like I feel like I've, that's another area of my life where I feel like I have a lot of pressures at gym because if you guys don't know before this me and like one of my best friends, we had this like 
fitness page. Like we used to do fitness and we used to like, I used to like train people, even though I wasn't a certified personal trainer, people still came to me and I used to train them and I used to make them meal plans with like my friend. We had this like um, Instagram account and it was actually like good. It was like before the pandemic, the pandemic hit and we kind of fell off of it. Like, of course we're still friends and everything, but we fell off of it because we were both in school and we didn't, which is so weird. Like this is related to the gym, but also related to like, when I think back, like we fell off of this um, Instagram fitness thing because we were like, oh, we need to focus on school because school is going to get us that like job. And we like quit the fitness thing. But really, if we continued that, who the fuck knows where we'd be? But anyways, not the point. Um, we were very into fitness and like everyone kind of like in our friend group and like just people we knew, knew us as like people who like were into fitness. After the pandemic hit, like I struggled a lot too with like working out from home because I lifted really heavy in the gym and I went to the gym all the fucking time, especially cause I was in school. Like I graduated during, like I graduated in 2020. So I was like there, like you have, you have more time when you're in school because like your school, when you're in university and like post-grad, like your, your classes are like during the, like they're w weird, you know? So you have way more time. Um, and then after when I first, when I got my first job and I came out of school, it was like really like, like the change in routine was really hard for me. And I struggled. I felt like I plateaued and I felt like all my muscle was turning into just like, I don't want to say, I don't know. Like, you know, when your muscle just like, you still have your shape, but like, it's not lean. So strength to it. It's like, it's just like, I, I had my, my same body shape, but it wasn't like lean or cut. I was just there. And I was like struggling hard, especially when I couldn't go back to the gym and I had to work out from home. And I never really talk about this either. Cause it's your body and your self-conscious. And I felt like, oh my God, everyone thinks I'm this like gym girl. And I, and like, I, I want to live up to this expectation, which again, isn't good. But I also had this expectation for myself. Like I found, I, Felt like I was like up here in terms of my fitness levels and like, I like as an athlete, I know I don't really play sports, but I consider like lifting weights and going to the gym, like you're athletic. Like I never looked at myself as an athlete growing up. I always did like just dance and like more artistic shit. Whereas Fran played soccer and like, I felt like my parents always, I feel like this is also why I went to the gym and went so hard. Cause my parents always thought of her as like athlete, like Sam, you're just like, you just do like school and like dance and shit. And so when I started getting good at the gym, I was like, okay, this is like, I'm really athletic now. I need to live up to this. And then, yeah, I fell off too, kind of not in the sense that like I stopped going, which is almost even worse. I like kept doing it, but it was like forcing myself to do these workouts. that just like didn't feel good. And I don't, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I was just falling off, you know? And to get back into it, I felt like I need to go back to my old gym where I felt comfortable and like where I... Like I, I felt, I don't know, just for me, I had to go back and feel like I worked out in a place where I was comfortable because the gym, working out at home, I just wasn't comfortable. Working out this other gym I tried, I just wasn't comfortable. Going back to my old gym, I was like, I don't know why I just feel good here. I feel like I know where everything is. I feel like I know my space and I can like really excel here. And then I did like for the last maybe like almost a year slash six months to six months, six months to a year, I've been like way better with consistency because if you know what you like, then you'll keep doing it. And you're not, and you're motivated by results. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you can't find motivation in like, oh, I just need to get up and do it. Like, just go. You have to like, but I think for me also, Sorry, why I just like ranted hard there. <laughs> I think for me also too, why I didn't go for a bit is because like, I, for the longest time, tried so hard to get my body to look a certain way that I know it wouldn't have been. There's a whole trend during the pandemic on like, that like thick kind of like, whoop, you know what I mean? And my body is just not like that. It's never going to be like that. Again, I was always athletic growing up. So like from the freaking, since I was seven, I've just had like, I was just like 
a stick. Like I used to be called skinny all my life. Like you're so skinny, like you're so skinny, eat, eat, eat. And that I think subconsciously like got to me where it's like, I like just this past maybe two years, I've really started to accept that like, I don't, I have an athletic build and like, I'm, vi- I'm like, I don't want to say overly toned. I don't want to like, I'm overly toned, but I do just, I'm I naturally- so lean. <laughs> no, but it's true. Like I, know, I, I just am lean. Like I just am, I'm just more toned. You're basically right? saying like, you're naturally like athletically shaped and there's no point in you trying to like grow a fucking hourglass figure. Yeah. Like, of course, like, you know, I've worked hard to like, grow muscle in my body, my my legs, my butt. Like that took a while for me to kind of gain the confidence to actually keep consistently growing and like to see progress. Because again, growing up, like I was always more just like slim. So that was another reason why I feel like for the longest time, I didn't want to go to the gym because I was reaching like an unrealistic goal of like my body that I knew I was never going to achieve. And that like, why do I even want that? Is it for what? Because it's a trend right now? Is it, do I actually want my body to like be that way? Like, no, I, I want to go to the gym to like be strong to gain my strength and eventually like I'll see results in other places of my body. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. um, now that I've learned that, like that was like two years ago. So now that I've kind of grown that mentality and kind of realized like, hey, like this is what I want my body to look like. This is what I want to achieve. It's more so just strength wise. Like, I want to get my strength back because I do still play soccer. So my endurance is there and I have that like weekly kind of like exercise. It's strength. Like I was struggling to pick up a freaking 10 pound weight and do 15 squats. So once I build that back, good to go. Sorry, my, I keep fucking up this mic. Um, I was going to say now. Anyways, mine, yeah, like yours is strength. Mine was more so like how I felt. Because like same, I was just trying to like keep up with like the amount of like of how I looked when I was very much like training people and things like that. But it's just not realistic to always look the same. Like your body's going to change. And like I've been consistent in the last little while. So um as long as you're consistent and you feel good, if you're trying to get back into the gym, just be consistent. Like I find myself now, like we're again, we're at, we're not in school. So we're a lot busier. Like it's real adult shit, especially when you live alone. You're like, I have 20 other things that we like me and Rome live together, but like live apart from your family house, 20 other things you need to take care of. Like your parents aren't taking care of like the lawn work and the fucking housework. Like there's so many things that like the gym sometimes can fall to the back of your mind. Like, Oh, it's okay. I'll do that tomorrow. But don't let it make that like, that's what discipline is. Make going to the gym or just like not even going to the gym, just like exercising a part of your lifestyle. Don't make it like a hobby. If you're really serious about feeling good, getting strong and just being your best self physically and mentally, make it part of your lifestyle. Don't make it a hobby. Even if you have 20 minutes, some days, like I told myself, I will go to the gym five days a week. I don't give a fuck. Like two days, I will take a break. Five days a week, I will go to the gym. Sometimes I only have half an hour that day. I'll make use of that half an hour. If I can't make it to the gym, I'll work out at home or like do something. But like it's the discipline which will get you results, which will continue to motivate you. And then you don't need to be disciplined anymore because it'll just eventually be a part of your routine, you know? Also a tip for you is if you're struggling to like eat and get your protein in, I really think Alani knew should sponsor this podcast because the amount of fucking money I spend on their protein bars, their protein shakes Mm, and their energy drinks. Like I literally, please sponsor us. Thank you. Um, Buy, because sometimes like, you know, you feel like you don't have time to make a protein protein shake. Go buy the prepackaged protein shakes. Mm. I have, I have them stocked up in my fridge. Yeah. Healthy Planet. I have them stocked up in my fridge and then I have the energy drink stocked up in my fridge. Sometimes you don't have time to like mix the pre-workout, just grab an energy drink or whatever. And protein shake for after the, the gym and you're good to go. You know what I mean? Well, um, I have... Do you have anything else? Yeah. 
Um, so I wanted to talk about really quick. So two things. Number one, I think I briefly mentioned this on the TikTok, but I don't know if I mentioned on the podcast, I'm not drinking. I don't think I did. But so I've been like completely like no alcohol since December 31st. And I was doing dry January. I told all my friends this and they're like, like you weren't a fucking heavy drinker. Like, like who cares? But <clears throat> I haven't drank since then. And it's been like, what, like two months. And I feel so good. Like it's crazy. The toxins that are in alcohol. I know I sound like a, like a freaking like old, no, no, like don't drink, like whatever. But I feel like just like the, you know, the friends that we have and the, like the people that we hang out with family, like you're always like, especially Italian, like you're drinking wine or you're drinking something like every week you're having like maybe like one drink. I don't know. Or like for us, you know, like you binge drink, you don't realize, but you do like when you're going out and you're with your friends, like you're drinking a lot all at once. And then like, you feel like shit the rest of the week. And like, there was never like a long period of time where I had to detox at least every two weeks, every three weeks, I was like either drinking more than one drink because we were going out or like a glass of wine with family, whatever. So I was like, you know what? Let me just like clear my body of alcohol and just see what happens. And the benefits are like unreal. Number one relates back back to the gym thing we were talking about. I sounds weird, but feel harder. I know it's weird as fuck, but I just feel like the gains from the gym are like less. Um, I don't know if it's like water retention, but it just feels like less puffy and like harder. I don't know how else to explain it, but I just feel like my like progress is showing more since I've eliminated alcohol. Don't know if it's placebo, but number two is energy levels. My energy levels are so much higher because I feel like when you're drinking alcohol and like, even though like I drank and like I wouldn't drink for another two weeks or like whatever, like you're never totally clearing yourself of, of it. And like, I think alcohol creates like high cortisol levels, right? So like, your energy's low. You you feel depressed. Like after like you've been drinking on, on a weekend, like you have to go work the next week. You just feel like, ugh, you know what I mean? And without it, I, my, I feel like my energy is like so much higher. I'm able to wake up way earlier. A, because like, like I said, my energy is higher. And like on the weekends, I can wake up so much earlier because I don't have a hangover or like, even if I drank like a glass of wine, I don't know if anyone else feels like this, but like the next day I'm just like, ugh, mm. you know, like, I don't know. I just felt that way. So I just feel like my energy levels are, high, are higher and the third thing is that my anxiety levels are lower and I'm a naturally anxious person. So like I get, I still get anxious obviously, but like, I feel like since I've eliminated um, alcohol and like some other things that I've just like taken out, I'm, I don't have that like really, really anxious feeling about things right away. I, I, it's almost like my brain fog is clear and I'm able to like think clearer rather than go to like an automatic anxious state. So I don't know. It's really not that deep. Like, like when I tell my friends this, I'm like, no, I'm not drinking. Like I'm not having a sip. They're like, okay, like just have it. Like it's fine. Like you're, you were like a heavy drinker. Like I know, but it's almost like I don't want to ruin my streak. You know what I mean? Like I feel so good that I don't want to like ruin it. Maybe you'll have to be sober for the rest of your life. No, that's not going to happen. Obviously like realistically, like I like to have a drink and like it, it enhances your time. Like it does like, but when I've been going like even emo night last night that we went to, I didn't have a sip of alcohol. And I had a great time. And like, I don't know. It's just weird. Like be selective. Like we, for me, like I'm now, I don't, I, I still drink. I'm not a heavy drinker either. Like I hardly drink, but I'll be selective on the times where like I want to drink. For example, like if for emo night, for example, I was with my cousin. I want to take a shot, take a shot. You know what I mean? But it's not like I can never binge drink 
the way like that we used to binge drink. Yeah, like, the that way, way we that used couldn't to have bad. been healthy at that young no. of an age. Like no. we would like down shots before I get a pre before the Uber and then get to the club and down like it's ugh, actually crazy. Eh. Like when you think about how much everyone semi formal, semi formal, grade eleven, grade eleven. I brought a crown royale to myself to a hundred and what fourteen pound girl drinking crown royale and I would chug it and like I Ew. I passed out like I passed out I semi formal because I was like how is that even like how did you do that like disgusting ew but gross anyways I I just wanted to share that like I feel like everyone should take a little detox but yeah I'm gonna start doing that once I'm done this detox I'm gonna be way more selective like I'm not just gonna have a drink on a random night just because like you know you can some people just find like relaxation and having a glass of wine after but I don't that's what I'm saying like if you're yeah, someone who but feels some people like, do I like. I don't either, but a lot of people just want to have like a nice freaking glass of Pinot Grigio after work. And that's and, like, fine. I think also like detoxing from it, you realize like what you don't like. Like I don't even like wine. Like why? Like I, I realize that, like, I love Prosecco. You know when like people, yeah, I like Prosecco, but you know when like people have dinner and like everyone's like, oh, let's have a glass of wine. You're like, okay. And I'm just like, but I don't even like it. Why do I even do this? No, I don't like it either. I like Prosecco. That's the only wine I kind of like. But I would never have like a Negroni with my dinner, like kind of thing. There's certain things Negroni I would have. Negroni is not wine. No, I know. I'm just saying, like, there's certain oh. things that, like, I wouldn't would have. Anyways, okay. Do you have anything else? Um, no, I don't have any, anything else to say. I feel like I'm slurring my words a lot today. So sorry about that. I'm a little bit tired. Um, but we do have very exciting stuff coming up, like, for real this time. Um, we, We've been saying that for the last, like, four episodes. Yeah, because, like, we want to, like, bring something new to keeping a Cento, you know, like, beyond we just— We already said this last week. No, we didn't. Okay, well, coming. it's coming soon, so— Stay tuned and yeah, thank you for listening, guys. Listening to our rant. We really ranted hard today. Like we really just I like this kind of, I like rants. Like I just felt like I was talking to that's what I do when I talk to myself in the car. I rant. What this Let was. us know what um kind of guests you guys want to see going forward. Okay, anyways, thank you. Thank, thank you, you guys for watching. for watching and see you next week.